Blog Talk Radio. a non-profit, non-political, and non-sectarian organization on the roster of the Economic and Social Council of the United Nations and concerned with the establishment of world cooperation and goodwill presents Inner Sight with your host, Robert Anderson. He, with Sarah and Dale McKechnie, President and Vice President of Lucis Trust, will discuss philosophical and spiritual topics essential to everyday life. Now here's your host, Robert Anderson. Welcome. Inner sight is simply seeing that which is always present, but not yet fully recognized. You have, within you, the ability to see yourself and the world around you in a new way with new eyes. So, stay with us and together, we'll look at the world and ourselves with inner sight. Our topic for today, the new psychology, part two. And before we explore this topic, I'd like to say a few words about Alice Bailey, founder of the Lucis Trust. Lucis Trust sponsors this show. Alice Bailey also wrote 24 books of esoteric philosophy, and those 24 books are the main inspiration for the dialogue that you hear on this show. Following thought is also from the works of Alice Bailey. The new psychology is in the making. If esoteric teaching is eventually to be public in its presentation, it will be given out along the lines of psychology, because esoteric teaching in its fullest and deepest sense concerns the consciousness aspect of man and God. On the previous program, we were talking about the seven rays and what they have to say about psychology. Uh, Shall we pick up with that subject again today? Yes, I think we were um, kind of giving an overview of the seven rays, but um, to review, the seven rays are a... um, an esoteric aspect of the ageless wisdom that have to do with human psychology, but beyond that with the basic quality and diversity of all manifestation. God is one, and we say that there is one life, one world, one humanity, all of which is true, but at the same time, we know that we're not all alike and we're not all the same or even equal. And this is a reflection of the fact that God himself expresses his qualities in a sevenfold manner, we could say. The seven rays are the seven emanations, the seven qualities of deity, which are the first ray of power and purpose, the second ray of love wisdom, the third ray of intelligence, the fourth ray of harmony, which is achieved through conflict, the fifth ray of science, uh, the sixth ray of idealism and devotion, and the seventh ray of organization, the imposition of order. These are seven expressions of the inherent nature of God who made the world and everything within it. 
So naturally, all of manifestation is an expression or one, of one or another of, of the rays. And a human being is said to be an expression of as many as five rays because we are the soul and our soul is found upon one or another of the seven rays. Our personality, our basic type and the face we show to the world is usually and should be on another ray altogether. And then there is our mind, our emotions and our physical body all three of which are quite often on still other rays. So that's why it's not easy to understand uh, a human being and why, to put it in slang terms, we should cut each other some slack when we're trying to label each other or put each other into a nice little niche that seems to explain them to ourselves. People are uh, a compendium of um, energies and forces which they are in the process of learning to manage. Right, and um, we have to realize that this, how this fits into the present-day psychology, um, it, it's really kind of <clears throat> totally uh, different because it adds a spiritual dimension to psychology which doesn't seem to exist too much today. There is a lot of emphasis on on one's past and bringing up one's uh, the past experiences uh, to counteract, uh, to to uh, analyze the uh, struggle that a person is going through, and uh, so the emphasis is upon the physical nature, the personality nature, but very little is said, I believe, about the spiritual nature or the impact of the soul on the personality nature. And that's what this esoteric psychology uh, attempts to do. It brings in this whole other side of us that um, hasn't really been recognized all that much. And so it, it needs to be discussed more, and uh, these teachings in the Bailey books are a very vital source for the new psychology. It seems to me that we human beings have a tendency to define the people we know and are observing in terms of what we notice about them that quite often is is um, not quite right in our eyes. In other words, we, we um, analyze them in terms of a, a criticism. But what's really helpful to a person and is done so rarely, I think, is to be able to see people in terms of that what Robert Browning called the imprisoned splendor that exists within every human being, to see that innermost soul quality that is there below the surface, sometimes deeply buried. But if you look for it, you can begin to see signs of it. And for a teacher or a parent or a friend or a spouse, to be able to see that in another person can evoke that which is good and which is positive, which is of the soul in another person it can be far more effective than criticism and what I'm leading up to is the ability to begin to recognize the soul of another individual even of a child as you recognize its quality if it's along the line of power and purpose or along the line of love or perhaps of um, order or harmony whatever quality seems to be their highest and best self 
to be able to bring that forward is such a service. Yes, and these this is an, another way that you can look at your friends and your family members and begin to analyze them in terms of these qualities of the seven rays because they're there, they're what uh, makes us what we are and um, because we we do have different characteristics and the difference even within the family there are different characteristics and every person is born with a certain qualities of, of the rays and this is all set up by the soul before birth and uh, it is brought into the life by the soul and it's established uh, early on so some of these rays are more dominant than others but um, it's, it's an interesting way of defining uh, another person and seeing where they're coming from and, and it starts to show in very early childhood I was reading about one of the uh, presidential candidates I won't name which one but people might be able to figure out um, even as a very young child he, in his um, school days he liked to uh, line up the other children, put them in line, and be at the front of the line. I find that charming and <laughs> kind of amusing. <laughs> it's so dear. You know, children are so transparent. Yeah. And he liked to get them in line and then be at the front of the line and keep order. Well, either there's a first-rate personality or a first-rate soul developing there. And that's good. Or it has the potential for good. We need order in the world. We need somebody to take charge in the right way. And that inclination that shows up so early in someone has to be fostered by the teachers, the parents, by society, in ways that bring out the best. Instead of saying, oh, you shouldn't do that, or my, you're a bossy little person, aren't you? Mm. It's who we are starts to show forth very early and needs to be nurtured. And sometimes these uh, more powerful characteristics are tempered by other qualities. Yes. And uh, that's an important factor, too, because, for example, this first ray of power or will or power can be very destructive if it is not qualified by the second ray of love wisdom, for example. And oftentimes... Um, let's say in the case of this example you gave of this child lining up the other children he didn't line them up with a bull whip and crack no, the whip no. and no, no it was all done lovingly because he wanted uh, an wanted orderly some, universe an orderly universe <laughs> he wanted order in his I life can understand and uh, that. so i mean it was done with uh, love and caring and concern so i mean there is that other quality that is qualifying the mm -hmm. stronger first ray tendency. Mm -hmm. And the best le leaders are driven by that urge to control and, um, and to exercise power. But it isn't necessarily a bad thing. It might be for very good reasons. The first ray is the line, obviously, of government. Government should wield power. Otherwise, what's it doing? The second ray is often associated with education and religion, the ray of love wisdom. Very early on, some people might exhibit a very philosophical, religious bent. There's probably second ray quality at work in their soul or in their personality. 
third ray is found in what? The mathematician? Yes, it could be in the, the mathematician, musician, musician or the um, uh, uh, the uh, abstract thinker. It's a ray the of the abstract thinker. Of the yes, or the philosopher, or the mm-hmm. metaphysician, mm-hmm. Um, someone who delights in higher mathematics. One who sees patterns, who easily mm-hmm. sees the patterns and interrelationships of systems. I, not everybody's mm-hmm. mind works that way. It's the ray of active intelligence is, mm-hmm. the, one, is the name that's given to it. And then on the fourth ray of harmony through conflict. Oh, uh, yes. That's uh, the ray that is affecting the whole human race today. Mm-hmm. And um, everybody's familiar with that because uh, we all seem to be going through so much conflict, but at coming out the other end, there is harmony. There is a striving for harmony. The downside of it is the peacemaker who might impose peace on his community, his home, his family, rather than letting peace arise out of right relationships, a kind of an imposed peace that isn't terribly helpful, but they just like to keep the lid on, we could say. Mm-hmm. The fifth ray is the ray of the scientist, the detailed person, the mm-hmm. one who wants to know exactly the how and why of the way things work. Right, it's the one, the ray of this one who possesses a keen intellect and is concerned with accuracy and detail, and um, so it, it it's a very practical and analytical type of quality that uh, comes through in this person where this ray is uh, prominent and you see it in the scientific community very actively. Don't you think that's probably a ray that works through the Dalai Lama? He has often said that even as a little boy he liked to take clocks apart, figure out how they work and put them back together again. Well, could be. (laughs) It's not all of who he is, but it's obviously a conditioning aspect. And then there is the sixth ray of devotion. This is another quality which is very strong in uh, human beings today, particularly those in the religious field, because that's a ray of the devoted idealist. And uh, that quality of devotion can either be um, very fanatical if it goes to an extreme, or it can be very one-pointed and very useful. And uh, Outside of religion, it's the ray of the fan, the ardent fan, devoted yeah. to a star yeah. or a sports figure or whatever, mm-hmm. sometimes to the point almost of obsession. It's also the idealist. And that's a very important ray because for the last 2,000 years, that ray, the ray, sixth ray of devotion has been the prominent ray that has been conditioning humanity and has given us the the strength of devotion. It's given us the ideals that uh, we have been governed by. Mm-hmm. You know, that in the last 200 years or so, the idealism has become, well, has become the, the dominant uh, force in the world. And it's lifted our sights off of uh, the physical plane and helped humanity to learn to live and strive for an ideal. And the seventh ray, the ray of order and organization, the ray of the coming era, the coming age, it's a ray that fosters synthesis, which is 
perfect order, the completion of all aspects in a whole. And we are seeing more and more signs of this in globalization, in the growth of the United Nations, in interchanges of traffic, currency. There are many parts of our, well, the Internet is a classic example where we are all knit together. Those, in a few brief words, are the seven rays. For those people who just tuned in, you're listening to Inner Sight. Our topic for today, the new psychology, part two. We have an offer, a special offer from Lucis Trust. I guess it's special in the sense that it's absolutely free of charge. You're, we don't even ask you for a shipping charge. Actually, what the offer is, what's for free is, um, the following paper. It's a paper entitled, The Self and The Seven Rays. Absolutely free of charge. Now, one might wonder what rays have to do with... Uh, psychology and what it has to do with the human being, but uh, there, as we're finding out today that there are all sorts of energies that affect us, uh, electromagnetic frequencies, which can be negative to the body. In fact, there's a lot about that in the news today. But there are very subtle, important rays, um, energies, subtle energies that are subtle but very, in the, but do have a lot of impact on us. And there's so much that influences us, and this is a new aspect of psychology, the influence of the seven, uh, the seven rays on the self, which is what uh, part of what Serendell have been talking about today. It's a paper of extracts compiled from the books of Alice Bailey on the seven rays and their expression in human psychology. So if you'd like this, once again, it's absolutely free of charge. We're happy to send it out to you. Call us on our toll-free number, 1-866-695-8247. The easy way to remember it is 1-866-NY-LUCIS. Think of 1-866-NEW-YORK-LUCIS. Uh, we have a uh, website, and if you'd like to key into that website, uh, all of our programs can be heard on the website, which is www.lucistrust.org Lucis, once again, is L-U-C-I-S for the website, www.lucistrust.org On the home page, you'll find the link to today's program, which will be available for hearing in a day or two. Last week's program is already available, and many of our past programs can also be heard, www.lucistrust.org the theme of each week's program is posted in advance on our website so that you can see in advance what next Sunday's program will be. And by the way, we have a uh, symposium on November 1st, and uh, I think I'd rather have Sarah let you know more about that symposium. You're welcome to attend if you'd like to, Sarah. Yes, it's a, uh, an annual symposium sponsored by World Goodwill, which is one of uh, our activities. World Goodwill, as its name suggests, um, emphasizes the energy of goodwill as a creative force in establishing right human relations. And every year we choose a theme for uh, an annual gathering this year on Saturday, November 1st, here in New York, as well as in our headquarters in Geneva and London. The theme this year will be Human Rights, Spiritual Responsibilities, a Crisis for Democracy. 
And obviously this uh, November 1st gathering is the weekend before the uh, presidential election in the United States. This is also the 60th anniversary of the Universal Declaration of Human Rights, which was signed in December of uh, 1948. So we are putting an emphasis on democracy and human rights this year, but from the spiritual standpoint of the value and significance and responsibility of every individual. So we'll say more about this uh, symposium on our next program, but I want to give everyone the date. They're welcome to come. Good. You know, I've, um, I've been thinking about the, um, the rays, and of course uh, I said a little, bit, a little bit about the seven rays. Was I correct in the way I described it? I was trying to convey to people what the rays are, that they are subtle in, 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 uh, energies that have a very profound impact on individuals. Uh, how would you describe the rays? Because we're talking about the rays that we really haven't defined it. I think we're looking back to previous shows where we have thoroughly defined it. It's very difficult to really define the seven rays in terms that modern language can offer because we're talking about seven emanations of deity. Mm-hmm. And we don't have the language for that. The Bible refers to the seven spirits which are before the throne of God. That's a reference in the Bible to the seven rays. Hindu theology speaks of the seven rishis. So this is an ancient concept, but it really has to do with streams of energy which emanate from the one, Mm -hmm. the source, the creator. That's the best I can find words to describe it, seven qualities of deity, power, love, wisdom, intelligence, harmony, um, science, devotion, and order. Those are, that's the sevenfold expression of deity, and it manifests through all that the one, the deity of our world has created. Human beings are therefore expressions of the seven rays as well. The, the nature of psychology, as it will be practiced in the future, will work a lot more with this concept, I believe, because it helps one to understand the more subject, subjective aspects of human nature, one's own and others, and to understand better how to evoke and bring forth the quality of the soul so much of modern psychology seems to have focused on the personality, the outer individual and his problems and his sometimes neuroses and difficulties. But behind all of that is the healing power of the soul. Alice Bailey said the soul on its own level is already perfect. If we could just remember that about ourselves. Right. There's a lot of talk in psychology about the self but I I believe it usually means this personality self. It refers to this lower self. But in esoteric teachings, there is a lower self and a higher self. And the higher self is that soul. It's the higher self that is located in the realm of the mind. That's its point of focus. And from there, it, uh, it projects let's say, it projects a, uh, its energies into the personality nature. And this is why uh, what comes out, it's, it, in, 
It gives life and consciousness to this lower personality nature. So that's uh, another aspect of psychology that really needs to be strengthened more, needs to be discussed more, the higher aspect of uh, a human being. There's a wonderful book by a, um, a disciple of uh, the psychologist Roberto Assagioli, Piero Ferrucci, who's an Italian, who wrote a book called What We May Be. And it's a wonderful book on the basic health that every human being is entitled to uh, in understanding the nature of the soul. What we may be has to do with what we are po- capable of becoming. The soul is you could say the orientation towards which we are headed, the future unfoldment of our basic nature. The personality, we could say, is sort of the sum total of how we've done so far. And all of us can see there's a lot of work to be done. But if we also, we have to recognize our shortcomings, our unredeemed aspects. We cannot bury them. Or we create neuroses and blind spots that psychologists then have to try to bring to light. But at the same time, we have to keep our eye focused on the soul, which is our future orientation, and try more and more to define for ourselves, clarify where are we headed, what is our soul asking of us, what are we growing towards. Right, and that soul provides a new uh, quality that uh, we can begin to manifest through our lower nature. And it's the merging of these two. They're not separate Mm -hmm. parts of ourselves. They're all part of one, but they're just expressed as a duality. But actually they are just, the the lower self is a projection of the higher self. So it's really one soul at work. And uh, the objective is to bring through the higher qualities and provide a more perfect vehicle of expression, as, as uh, the Bailey writings say, to create a more perfect uh, form, a perfect personality nature, so that these higher spiritual qualities can shine through. We could say that Christ is the perfect, most perfect example thus far of what you're saying. As the Bible puts it, he made of twain one new man and it was this new man that shone forth at the transfiguration when the three disciples uh, were so stunned by the light that radiated from Christ that they fell, I think they collapsed into a state of unconsciousness they were so stunned by what was emanating from him that was the enactment of the complete unification of soul and form But he was enacting what is possible at some stage for every human being, this complete unification of inner and outer, of higher and lower, is where we're headed. Right, and this is what the force of evolution is driving us in that direction, and we should work with it and allow it to flow and to work with it. Yes, remember Alice Bailey said that she thought that evolution was the unfolding from a central point and that's what the psychology of the soul is, an unfolding from deep within. Please take advantage of the special offer from Lucy Trust. Um, it's a paper, the title of which is The Self and the Seven Rays. It's uh, from the works of Alice Bailey. 
absolutely free of charge. Uh, it's a paper of extracts compiled from the books of Alice Bailey on the seven rays and their expression in human psychology. To order, call our toll-free number, which is one 866 695-8247. That's 1-866-695-8247. The easy way to remember it is 1-866-NY-LUCIS. Think of 1-866-NEW-YORK-LUCIS. You've been listening to Inner Sight. Now we would like to close with a world prayer called the Great Invocation. It's a call for light and love and goodwill to flow into the world and into our hearts. Let's listen for a moment to these powerful words. From the point of light within the mind of God, let light stream forth into human minds. Let light descend on earth. From the point of love within the heart of God, let love stream forth into human hearts. May the coming one return to earth. From the center where the will of God is known, let purpose guide all little human wills, the purpose which the masters know and serve. From the center which we call the human race, let the plan of love and light work out and may it seal the door where evil dwells. Let light and love and power restore the plan on earth. Amazon has everything for back to school. Zebra lunchbox? Check. Cool Adidas gear like t-shirts, shoes, and backpacks? Check. Triceratops folders and pencils? Check. Lasercat t-shirts? Check. Get your back to school shopping done now at Amazon.com slash back to school and enjoy free shipping on millions of items. No need to leave your home or hassle with crowds. Amazon.com. No better place to get everything back to school from A to Z.